With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hail Varsity Radio is live. Now, back to Schmitty. Schmitty's a great guy, but he don't have a brain. And Elijah. You want me to speak? When I point you again. On Hail Varsity Radio. Back with you. We're here at the Single Barrel inside the Graduate Hail Varsity Radio Roadshow Thursday. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. Find us on Twitter at Schmidt underscore radio at Herbal Essence on Twitter. And can watch the show, the Hail Varsity YouTube channel, Hail Varsity Radio Twitter feed at HVarsity Radio. We welcome in Danny Burke, uh, Burke's Best Bets, uh, Burke'sBeat.com is where you can log on and check out Danny's info, plenty of uh, Thursday night football thoughts, Purdue, Nebraska, and yes, the World Series. Danny, I'm going to spin the magic wheel of gambling, my friend. Thanks for the time. And want to start with your take on Nebraska, Purdue, minus two and a half, some weather, some injuries, some intrigue, or run and hide, keep your money. Yeah, I am getting involved in this game, guys. Originally, I was looking for an angle to bet Nebraska, but kind of as you alluded to, Schmitty, these injuries are scaring me off. And the worst part about it is, of course, that it comes in the trenches, and that, as we know, is a key cock for any team, but especially a team like Nebraska that needs to run the ball successfully. So that's what, again, you know, didn't make this as convincing of a bet in terms of going on the side of Nebraska as it typically would be. But the angle that I'm pursuing then is actually this total under 40. Now, I know it's moved a little bit. It's kind of gotten into the 30s in some spots. I wouldn't go below 39, but if you get the 40, yeah, I absolutely recommend that. Again, you have a Nebraska team that is going to emphasize the run. And whether or not they do it successfully because of the injuries, you know that that's going to wind some time off of the clock. The weather's not going to be great. Could be a little bit of precipitation out by you guys. Looks like it's going to be a windier game as well. And as we know, wind is the biggest factor when it comes to handicapping a total. Makes it a little bit more difficult to throw the ball for these teams. So, again, Nebraska, you got that settled offensively. That's what we're expecting from them. And then with Purdue, if they can, yeah, they prefer to pass the ball. But Hudson Card really hasn't done anything too great. I mean, over the last three games, he's got a completion percentage of 57% overall on the year, a touchdown-interception ratio of 7-5. to five. So if Nebraska's secondary can hold up enough, right, a bend, don't break, don't let these big, explosive plays happen sporadically, then I think they'll limit the Boilermakers' success because, again, maybe they have to hone in on their ground attack then as well. And as we all very well know, Nebraska fourth in the nation to run defense. Opponents getting just 2.6 yards per rush attempt. You saw that uh, halftime speech with Rule, you know, pumping up his guys about limiting the run attack from Northwestern. And they had nothing in the second half. So I think you'll see a lot more of that persisting in this game ultimately leads me to betting this under 40 on Saturday. Danny, along those same lines, have you found a a betting line for total number of punts in this game? (laughs) Man, I don't think you could put that number high enough. I mean, there's always like a classic, you know, with these Big Ten games where people take the screenshot of like the ESPN game cast where it's like punt, punt, punt for possession. 
I think we're going to get like a CBS receipt long list of all of the funds <laughs> for this game. So whatever it's posted at, guys, it, it might be one of those where you just have to blindly bet the over. Daddy, a thought on the World Series. Man, you know, I don't want to be the guy going into this going, oh, I wish it was a different matchup. But part of me does a little bit, and I say this because I may be a little bit of a salty Cubs fan knowing that if, say, Suzuki didn't drop that pop fly, then the Cubs very well could have taken the Diamondback spot for the postseason. But whatever, that's in the past. It is what it is. I'm just shocked. I I really can't believe it. Like, the Diamondbacks are one of those teams where I thought the youth and inexperience, while it could get them through the first round, would eventually catch up with them because you see that happen in so many different sports. But baseball, as unique as it is, hasn't been the case for them. At the end of the day, I mean, is the Diamondbacks bullpen going to be able to do enough? Are the pitchers outside of Gallon and Kelly going to be able to limit this lethal Rangers offense? I'm not too convinced on that. But simultaneously, again, when a team is hot, they're hot. And because of the juice they're making you lay with the Rangers, it's not really enticing me to make a bet with them. So, I'm going to wait to see how game one plays out and then probably approach it from that standpoint on. But I can't say I've had the most intrigue in this World Series. I do think the Rangers are the better of the teams. As the odds are telling us, I'm not going out on the win. But, again, the price has been making it too attractive for me to put my money where my mouth is on it. Denny Burke with us here. Burke's the best bets on Hale Varsity Radio. And, Denny, let's flip gears here and go to NFL. It's Thursday Night Football tonight is Buccaneers at Bills. The Bills trying to get right after that game against New England. As for the Buccaneers, Baker Mayfield, he's been a question mark this week with a knee. It sounds like he's going to be a go tonight. What are your thoughts on tonight's game? Yeah, and it looks like Vita Bay was a little banged up. Chris Godwin as well. But regardless of what their statuses are, I still think it's a really good spot for Buffalo. Now, Buffalo killed me on one of my teaser legs last week. Look, I mean, I only have myself to blame for that one in a division game on the road, but, uh, you know, credit to the Patriots for just playing out of their mind. But this is a spot where the Bills must have it, right? I mean, this is a necessity for them to win this game on a short week at home against a banged-up Tampa Bay team. And the Bucks are a team that have, yes, exceeded expectations, but after what we witnessed last week against Atlanta, you have to wonder if they're going to kind of come back down to reality a little bit. And more importantly, the biggest discrepancies here, the defenses are fairly similar, but offensively, the Bills are second in offensive success rate, third in offensive EPA per play, Tampa Bay 29th and 19th respectively in those categories. And then another big thing too, red zone success. The Bills are second best in the NFL when entering the red zone, scored a touchdown at a 71.4% clip. And then Baker Mayfield with his offense, they're only getting it at just over 37%, which is 28th in the NFL. So the line has moved a lot. We saw it as low as 8, up to as high as 10. What I did earlier in the week, and you could still do it in some shops now, is tease down Buffalo to below the key number of 3, so you can get them minus 2.5. And then you pair them with another leg. And the team that I paired it with is the Monday night game, uh, Detroit. I teased them down as they're going to be hosting the Raiders looking for a bounce-back spot themselves. So that's the only action I got involving Thursday night football this evening. Daddy, any other things you like this weekend, um, NFL-wise or college football? You honing in on any over-under, or is there a line that you think is very tasty? Daddy Burke, Burke's best bets with us. Yeah, so I actually just added a couple player props onto the website and I really like this Isaiah Pacheco angle with his receiving yards against Elijah's Broncos here. The Broncos have not been that good at defending running backs in the passing game. 
They're allowing opposing tailbacks just under seven receptions for over 55 receiving yards per game. His number set for Pacheco at 15 and a half for his receiving yards. He's gone over it in five out of seven contests. He's got about three receptions per game. And this may be more of a game that has a, uh, you know, a little bit of a grim forecast where you want to take the safer route, shorter passes there, and just dump it off to Pacheco. I think Andy Reid obviously is smart enough to recognize that that's a department where Denver, uh, Denver slacks in. And Pacheco's a guy who's making more than enough of his chances that he's getting every time he's touching the rock. So I think this is a market that's been a little bit neglected with Pacheco. People know Denver's got a poor run defense. So they're not really jumping in on his receiving yards as much. I think he'll thrive in that department. And then another prop that I had, guys, Damian Pierce with his rushing yards, going up against the Panthers, one of the worst run defenses in the NFL. They're allowing 4.9 yards per carry. That's 29. The Panthers also dead last in defensive success rate against the run. Pierce coming off a bye week needs to finally have an explosive game. He's been underwhelming to say the least. I'm betting him over 53 and a half rush yards this Sunday. Danny Burke with us, burksbeat.com, at Danny Burke 5. Pride of Chicago, have a good weekend. Thanks for the time. Yeah, you got it, guys. Thanks for having me on, as always.